0: You better find some. I said, you better find something to be joyful about. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I didn't come in here dead this morning. (laughs) I didn't come in here dead this morning. So you just might as well praise him or take a nap. You may as well praise the Lord or go and take, sit on down and take you a nap. So neighbor, just move over. Let me let me just go on and count some Z's and I'll wake up when it's all over. <laughs> 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 That's the problem now. The church doesn't let the devil stole their joy. Yes. These folk downtown was up at 4 o'clock this morning. Oh, come on. Come on <sighs> Rejoicing over a dead dream. Woo! Let's put the word in our atmosphere. That's all right. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm just going to take it on back with me. Woo! 2023, 2023. The, year of the year of living. Did you hear that? The year of living. The year of living in the completed work of Jesus Christ. Christ. His redemption and salvation salvation. completed Completed. the power of darkness and the devil devil. defeated Defeated. the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Power Power. To to supply all my needs established in 2023, in 2023, is completed, is complete, defeated, complete, and, established and established in my life, in my, life, in my home, in my, home my, church, my church, and my children's lives. My children's lives. Amen. Amen. Remain standing. If you can stand up for two hours at Mardi Gras, you can stand up. I'm going to get you ready before you go down now. <laughs> I'm going to get you ready before you go down now. How about that? Amen. 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 Oh, i to be down there passing our tracks with candy. <laughs> Happy Mardi Gras. You ain't got to tell them what's in it. Just give it to them. They'll read it when they like stuff be thrown to them. This the time of year to throw stuff. They'll want to catch it. No, I'm being serious. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. His sweet spirit is in this place. Oh, Lord, thank you. His sweet spirit is in the saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I confess Jesus Christ as Lord over my life, my spirit, my soul, and my body. I receive the power of God to make me sound, whole, delivered, saved, and healed now. I act on the word of God and receive the power of God. Sickness, disease, and pain, I resist you in the name of Jesus Christ. You're not the will of God for me. I declare the word of God on you. I will not tolerate you In my life, leave my presence. My days of sickness and disease are over by the blood of Jesus Christ. I am saved, I am healed. The power of the curse has been forever broken over my life. Jesus bore my sickness. Weaknesses and pain. And I am free. Sickness. Sin. And fear. Evil addictions. Shall no longer. Shall no longer. Lord. Over me. I have been redeemed. From the curse of the law. And I proclaim my freedom. In the name. Of the Lord. Lord. Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen. Amen. Ooh, Jesus. Ooh, Jesus. And you don't wait. See, that's the thing. You got the declarations. You don't wait till you get sick to start confessing the declarations. You don't wait till you get broke to start confessing the declarations. You don't wait till you get your back up against the wall to start confessing and putting the word in your atmosphere. Oh, and the church say amen. Amen. And the church say amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. If you're going to sit up in here with that poor, poor, me attitude, then that's you. I said that's going to be you. But I am not going to continue to tolerate these things knowing that the blood of Christ has given me freedom from it. I'm going to fight like hell against it. Did you hear me? I'm going to fight against it. I'm going to fight against sickness. I'm going to fight against untimely deaths. I'm going to fight against poverty. I'm going to fight against not having no joy. You got to fight, saints. This is a war. The devil wants you to be sad, defeated, broke. Disgusted and busted. That's what he want. But the Lord left us something. We need to start using it. I still see it. I got the vision. I'm not leaving here. Until I'm ready. You say, well, when you going to be ready? According to the scriptures. The scripture said, I can have 120 years. Now, see, when you don't know that. When you don't know that. There's some other things can take place. But when you start coming into the knowledge of God's word, then you got to fight. You got to take that word and Fight. Because when you start lining up with the word of God, do you know God will line up with you? Did you hear me? Sometimes I don't feel like getting out to bed in the morning. And the Holy Ghost will start saying, live on. Not me. I'm telling you what the Holy Ghost said. He said, get up, Anna. Live on in Jesus' name. I say live on. See, when you get in agreement with God, God will get in agreement with you. When you start confessing the word over your finances and over your joy, then the Holy Ghost will come in close to you. Holy Ghost is not going to come in close to you and be in disagreement with the word of God. That's something we got to understand. The Holy Ghost is not going to stand in disagreement of the word of God. So you have a pity party and the Lord's standing there, but he's not in agreement with you. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So we have a pity party, but God is not in agreement. Somebody say, God is not in agreement agreement. with the pity party. party. Say, I have them all the time, time. but the Lord is not in agreement. agreement. Say, he gets in agreement agreement. when I stand on the word. word. Shine for me. Yes, Lord. We're going to touch on before we get ready to get out of here. I'm going to take the party to my house. (laughs) I'm going to take it on back to my car. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hey, hey! Lord, I thank you. 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 I cried unto the Lord, and he heard my voice. And delivered me out of a horrible pit. I was in a dark place. But when I cried unto the Lord, he heard me. Somebody say, cry to the Lord. Say, whatever is horrible right now. Whatever is hurting right now. Say, cry to the Lord. Lord. And say, he will will. deliver deliver you. You got to trust him. You got to trust him. You got to trust his word. You got to trust what he says. Amen. So this morning, I want to say good morning to all the covenant partners, to all the SoundCloud listeners. Hallelujah. We're going to be talking about again, purpose, occupation, and the anointing. Purpose, occupation, and the anointing. And we're going to leave you with something this morning. Amen. So the Lord is calling for saints as kings working in the earth. So where did you get that from? Go to Revelation. Come on. Oh, we got plenty of time. Your king and queen don't come down Government Street to 2 o'clock. My king already here. Yeah, they'll be here at 2 o'clock, so wake up. (laughs) Lord, I respect everybody in their proper places. Amen? Amen. Amen. You say, where did you get that from? The Lord is calling for saints. Do you know what a saint is? It's a saved believer. It is a believer who believes in the blood of Jesus Christ for the saving of their soul. It is one that is a follower of Christ and his word. It is one who every day is seeking after the things of God to help them in this earth. That's a saint, amen? It's one that has been washed in the blood of the lamb. It's one that's saved and forgiven, cleared of all their sins. That's a saint, amen? And so the Lord is calling for saints as kings working in the earth. Look at Revelation chapter 5. I'm just going to ask you to read verses 5 and 6 with me. While you're seated. Let's read, and from Jesus Christ, Revelation 1, verse 5, Revelation chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, we're going to read it together, amen, let's read, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us. And washed us from our sins in his own blood. And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So through the blood of Christ, you've been made a king or a priest. We're going somewhere. So the Lord is calling for saints as kings working in the earth and priests in the fivefold ministry full time. Watch this to embody the nature of Jesus Christ on earth. Put your hand on your heart. Say the Lord wants me to embody the nature, his nature, Jesus Christ's nature on the inside of me. That's what he's crying out for. That's what he wants. He wants us to embody his nature on earth and serve and serve as his divine representatives in this physical world. The creation and commissioning of man was the first introduction and establishment of the kingdom of heaven on earth. You say, what are you talking about? When God created man in Genesis. Genesis. When God created man and he blew into man's nostrils the breath of life. That was the beginning of a partnership. That was the beginning of God wanting man to work with him and be a helper in this earth. How many of you got the breath of life of Jesus Christ in you this morning? Oh, everybody ought to have their hands up. Everybody ought to have their hands up. You house the breath of the Lord. You are a king or a priest in your own atmosphere. In this earth, you house the divine nature of the Lord God Almighty. Amen? So everywhere you go, you take who? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. This was the beginning of a working relationship between Jesus Christ and mankind. There is no time, no season that we work alone. Everything that we do from being king. From being priest full time and and from working in the ministry. Mm, We're gonna go there. There is no time that we are to be doing anything without Jesus. I'm being serious. That is not the way he set it up. We are never to do our jobs, our homes, our lives our children, our marriages, ourselves, our relationships without the Lord. This was the beginning of a working relationship between Jesus Christ and mankind. Every person in the body of Christ needs to understand their purpose and responsibility and fulfill their kingdom assignments. You have kingdom assignments. Hello? I said you have kingdom assignments. Amen. Let's see. Have you forgotten? Let's take you through them right real quick. We're not even going to slow down. But we're going to take you through them real quick. Yeah. Yeah. You have a kingdom assignment. The creation of mankind was to provide a human administrator and ruler of planet earth. So whatever you're doing, wherever you are, you have a responsibility to rule and govern that area. Are you listening to me? That's male and female. Okay. That's male and female. God created mankind to fill the earth with the likeness of himself. Every human being is to have the nature of God by having the spirit of the Lord within by salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. Is is that understood? So when you go out today, when you go out tomorrow, remember Jesus is on the inside of you. You ought to be showing forth his nature. That's in love, kindness. Come on. I ought not to turn on the TV Tuesday and see you down there acting a fool. I don't want to see you on channel five. <laughs> oh, Jesus, help us out. Y'all looking at me like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Who, what, here, here are the kings. Professionals, laborers, students. Oh, you're not exempt. Students. Homemakers, retirees, business people, government officials, carpenters, the arts, the media, athletics, the medical field, cooks, educators, doctors, business owners, waiters, waitresses, hotel workers, bank workers. That's why when you go to that restaurant this week, you need to be kind to those people. They might not know it, but they don't, they're on kingdom assignment. That's why when you go to the grocery store this week, you ought to be nice to those people. That's why when you're driving in the traffic this 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 weekend, you ought to be kind. I'm being serious. Just set the stage: hotel workers, bank workers, engineers, machine repairers, mechanics, car mechanics, nurses. Store clerks, clothing store workers, food store workers, hairdressers, barbers, clothing designers, truck drivers. Wow. Is that one of you? Is that one of you? Amen. Is that one of you? Amen. Okay, so, so you, you have a kingdom position. You are king in that area, all right? Let me, let me, go, let me go here real quick because somebody said, well. We do stuff in the, in, the, in the ministry. Yes, you do. So let's, let's, let's get there. So here it is. Every person in the body of Christ needs to understand their purpose and responsibility and fulfill our kingdom assignments. Watch this. We are the salt. We are the lights. We are filled with the Holy Spirit of Christ, which is his nature. Say that with me. Say, being filled, being filled. with the Holy Spirit of Christ Spirit. means yes. I have the nature yes. Of Jesus living on the inside of me. So it shouldn't be hard for me to show forth and embody and be a divine representative for the Lord God Almighty. Because you got his nature. You just got to let it work. And when I say this, I mean everywhere you go, everywhere you go, in the house, out the house, downtown, uptown, out of town, ooh, on the job, off the job, in the office, out the office, in the home, retiring in the yard, cutting the grass, at your place of business, we ought to be salt and light and show forth the nature of Christ. Let me show you something. Go to Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Lord. Romans chapter 8. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to look at verse 10. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit, do you see that? Okay, basically, until we got the spirit of the Lord, our bodies are dead. When we got the spirit of the Lord, our bodies are dead. They really are. They're decaying every day. Okay. Okay. They've been decaying every day since the curse came on the earth. Because God is not going to, um, he will preserve this body for the length of time that we need it. But after that, it's got to drop off. It's, it's, it's got to go. So the word is showing us if Christ is in us, is Christ in you? Then your body is dead because sin came on the earth. But the Holy Spirit, is that a capital S in your Bible? It should be. But the Holy Spirit is life because of what? So when the, when the spirit of the Lord came into you and around you, he brought what? That's what he brought. So that's the divine nature. So if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead is going to do what? Shall also quicken your mortal body. What does that mean? Make it alive. By his what? Spirit. So how are you alive? By his spirit. How are you alive? By his spirit. That's how we are living. You didn't, that's how we live living. Before you got the spirit of the Lord, before I got the spirit of the Lord, our bodies were dead. Yeah, yeah. When we got the spirit of the Lord, our bodies are dead. We fix them up. We dress them up. But they still. Dead. If it wasn't for the Holy Ghost, the spirit of Christ, they would be definitely. We wouldn't even be moving. Amen. We wouldn't even be functioning. Well. But when the spirit came, he bought righteousness. So we have a righteous nature, not because of us, but because of the spirit of Christ in us. So we ought to be able to do this. But we got to humble down. We can't keep walking in our flesh and doing what we want to do. We got to humble because the word of God says for as many as are led by the spirit of the Lord, they are the sons of God. Not the hard head and the rebellious and, and the bullheaded. You can't be counted as a son. Not until you start allowing him to what? Lead. Somebody said, get out of the way. Let the Holy Ghost lead. So, and then I hear you. Well, how do I know if the Holy Ghost is leading? Because he's always going to lead you by the word of God. Amen. Let me show you. No, I came to preach the word. I don't know about you You can do that other when you get out of here. I came to preach the word. Let, Let me, let me show you the nature of Christ. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit, the Holy Spirit of Christ, his nature is life because of righteousness. Go to John 14. And some of you need to get this. I don't care. You sitting there to my, well, I and not hurt. No, but you're not doing it. Don't let me come pull you up. You're not doing it. Don't let me come put my hand on you and say, baby, you're not doing it. And we come to church and we sit up in here with we're pious. We're not doing it. You can't pick and choose who you love. Not with the nature of Christ. God loves everybody. Amen. Yeah. Shine for me. Shine for me. Yes, Lord. John the 14th chapter. Go leave out of here and go right downtown or go right to some party or barbecue cookout and hate somebody. Can't get along with somebody. Can't talk to somebody. Can't look at nobody straight. Because you got something in your heart against them. And somebody, I'm saved. Where? Where? No, he even, look ahead, the Holy Ghost even helped you love the unlovable with your lying self. I heard that. I heard you. I'm not going to let you lie on the Holy Ghost because it's not in the Word. The Word don't teach that. Jesus was down on the cross by the hands of sinful, unrighteous, uh, crazy people, and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Saul was being stoned at the hand of Paul, who was supposed to be a Christian. What do you? Wait a minute! Wait wait, wait! 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 I'm Stephen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Stephen. Was being stoned at the hand of the Pharisees, Sadducees, and Paul himself who was supposed to be a Christian. And Stephen looked up and he said, I see Jesus standing on the right hand of God. And he, ba- he asked the Lord, forgive them. This is why they stoning him. His haters. <laughs> and everybody got Haters. You're not the only one. Oh, they don't like me. (laughs) Shut up. Everybody got haters. But you got a divine nature on the inside of you that came at the time of your salvation. And you got to learn how to submit to it and humble down. And obey the Lord for as many as are led by the spirit of God. They are the sons and daughters of God. Not you in your rebellious acting way. Hey. Here it is. John the 14th chapter. Uh Uh-huh. The verse is 16, John 14, 16. And Jesus said, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. So this nature is going to be with me forever. Say, so I got it as salvation. Say, so I got to grow up in it and let it work. He says, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. Okay? See, see, the world has got to cross over and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So until then, the world can't see it. So you can stop trying to beat the world up and just live this thing. Walk it out, talk it out, live it, because they can't see it. I don't care how much oil you pour on them. I don't care how much you prophesy to them. Until they come and give their lives to Jesus Christ and accept Him as their Lord and Savior, get in a good word, church, they can't see it. And you got some saints that they come in and went back in the world, and now they blinded. So they don't want to hear what you're talking about. They don't want to see what you're talking about. But it's real. Amen. Jesus prayed that a new nature would come. Jesus prayed that the spirit of truth, the spirit of holiness, the spirit of righteousness would come. Yes. And it came. What you say, Lord? What you say? He said, I'm going to pray. He said, it's called the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know it. That word know means to have an intimate relationship. To have an intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. How do you have an intimate relationship with the spirit through prayer and seeking and reading the word? Get on your knees and pray or walk the floor and pray or sit in your chair and pray. Read the word. Seek the Lord out. Talk to the Lord. Have an intimate relationship. And as you come in close, God gonna come in close and then you will start to know him. You don't learn everything in one day. And, and, and a lot will not even be learned until we see him face to face. But yet on the journey, we learn. We learn. I don't see how you're going to tell me you're spending time in the face of God and you're still mean and hateful and angry, stubborn, rebellion, bullhead. Jesus, Jesus said, The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me. What does that mean? That means when you get in the presence of God, he smears himself on you. You can't go in the presence of the Lord and not get a touch from God. You can't go in the presence of the Lord and not be touched by God. And see, you're sitting there, you won't even open up. You got that hard shell you need to crack. I'm being serious. They won't even open up to the word of God. They won't even open up to the spirit of the Lord. So he can what? Change them. Healing in the higher now. Come up, said the Lord. Bring your mind up to the word of God. Open yourself up to his word. Not to just anything, everything, but to the word. (laughs) you're not gonna stop me you're not gonna stop me you're not gonna shut me up you're not gonna turn off my joy of the Lord you're not gonna make me sour although it's been tried and you're not to let the devil stop you either you got to keep smiling, keep loving, keep being polite, keep being respectable. Keep being kind. Keep showing the fruit of the spirit: love, joy, peace, meekness, gentleness, temperance, long suffering, yeah. faith. Come on. Uh-huh. Come on mama mama sha Yeah, I've been in some places in stores and in places where people made me bag up in my spirit and I had to regroup. I had to regroup. So sometimes I have to dash out quickly, but I'll be back. Oh, I will be back. I just got to get home and pray some more. And then I'm coming back. And when I come back, I'm coming back strong in the love of God and in the meekness of the Lord. And in the spirit of the Lord. I ain't coming back with no carnal weapons. Because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they're mighty through God to the putting down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations. And every high thing that tries to exalt itself against the word of God. You want me to hate but I'm going to love. You want me to be prejudiced like you, but I'm not. You want me to hate the unlovable, but I'm not. Let's get that straight right now. Let's say that. Everybody is not lovable. Everybody is not meek and humble. And you still got to show love. The love of the Lord. The Lord said, You're gonna know Him, you have an intimate relationship, uh huh, uh huh, because He's gonna dwell with you and in you. Is that in your scripture? Somebody say, He's with me and in me, me. say, "Everywhere Everywhere I go, say, He don't leave me. That's what Jesus did. He said a prayer for us. He says, I'm going to pray to the father. I'm going to pray to my father and he's going to give you another comforter and he's going to abide with you forever. Now that's the comforter that's going to be in you when they place you, you know, I'm just saying in the ground. So I had a vision and I I was telling my children, this body is going to go back to the dirt. But I'm going to commend I, commend, I commend my spirit into the hands of the Lord. Amen. I'm going to say it before I leave here. Amen. And I wish I had a representative to say it before they take the casket out. Say, so hold up, y'all. I got something to say over my mama. Say, so something she wanted me to do. She wanted me to say this, that her body going, her body going to turn back to dirt. It's going back to the grave. But we stand in agreement that our spirit is commended back to God. That's the power of life and death in your tongue. You're going to let that devil know, oh, no. Because, see, you know the devil came to get Moses. And the angel disputed with him and said, the Lord rebuked thee, Satan. No, his spirit going back to God and his body going back to the dirt. shining. Keep shining for me. Keep shining for me. That's deep. You say what you want to say. I'm just sharing some stuff with you. See, when I didn't know, I just didn't know. But now that I know, hey, I'm going to know. Amen. Thank God. Isn't that what Jesus did? On the cross, first he asked the Lord, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And he said, Father, into your hands. Now he God, why did he have to say that? What was he doing? He was directed. What was he doing? He was directing his Hey He calling it up. He's shining. Keep shining. Keep shining. He said, yeah, you going to know him. You're going to know the Holy Ghost. You're going to know the nature of Christ. You have an intimate relationship with him because he's going to dwell with you because of the blood of Jesus. And he's going to be in you because of the blood of Jesus. Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. That's that 18th verse. It, didn't he say he was going to come to him? Amen. Say he also, came to us. he also came to us. Here's how he came. Here's how he came. Go to Acts chapter 1. I'm going to show you how he comes to you. I'm going to show you scripture so you can understand it. It's so easy. You can pray it. Ain't no way I'm going to live all this long time and not learn my Jesus and then get ready to go be with him and don't know him. Don't know something about him. Don't know something about him. Oh, I'm scared to die. Why? Why? Well, who you talking? What you talking about? Then you don't know the word. Because see, you can sit here and look at me pious all you want, but the saints better know something about living and trans uh, crossing over. The saints better know something about living. And crossing over. I said the saints of God. The believer ought to know something about living. And crossing over. (laughs) Oh Lord help me. Help me father. Acts chapter 1. And it reads, verses 1 and 2, the former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, until the day in which he was taken up. Where's Jesus? He's taken up, seated at the right hand of power. It says, after that, he threw what? Uh Uh-oh. He threw what? Had given commandments. He through the Holy Ghost. Had given commandments. unto the apostles. Whom he had chosen. How is he dealing with us today? Through the Holy Ghost. That's how Jesus is dealing with you. And me. Through the Holy Ghost. Hmm. He's still giving us commands. He's still, what does it say? For as many as are led by the spirit of the Lord. They are the sons of God. How does he lead you? By his spirit through his word hmm this is how the Lord is speaking to us today by his Holy Spirit speaking to our hearts moving on our hearts to lead us into all truth and righteousness but some of us got a hard heart some of us got a hard heart that's why he said, my father and I will come and we're gonna knock at the door If you open, we'll come in. He says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open, I will come in. There are times when the Holy Ghost is knocking at your heart to do something, to say something. Hello? To be a certain way. And we harden our heart. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying that. I don't feel like being bothered today. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, yes, we do. I would listen, and we got nerve enough to say, I wouldn't tell God that, but you do it. But we do it. He knocks at our heart. Don't say that. Don't go that way. Do this. Do this. Go this way. Say this. <laughs> but when the heart is tender, you humble down. You say, Lord, I don't understand, but I'm going to obey you. I don't understand, but I'm going to obey you. I don't understand, but I'm going to obey you. Did you wrong? Talked about And the Lord said, let it go. Love, go on up to him and talk to him. Hey, how you doing? Praise the Lord. Bless God. Hallelujah. I don't understand it, but I'm going to do it. I don't understand, but I'm going to do it. Treat your husband right. Love your wife. I don't understand, but I'm going to do it. Because obedience is better than sacrifice. God don't want you bringing no bloody animal. He wants you to obey him. He wants me to obey him. He don't want me bringing no bloody sacrifice to him except for the blood of Jesus. He wants obedience. Because stubbornness is as witchcraft. It means you operating in a witchcraft. What does that mean? Stirring over pot? No. It means you call yourself going to control God. And you can't control God. He's so high you can't go over him. He's so low you can't go under him. He's so wide you can't go around him. Yeah. You're going to control God. I'm not going to do what you say. I want my heart to be hard. You see what happened to Pharaoh, don't you? Amen. Pharaoh kept on hardening his heart. And he lost it all. Go back and read it. it. It's in there. And Pharaoh hardened his heart again toward the Lord. Frog, you know, some people are just crazy. Frogs came. Plagues came. The water turned to blood. The animals fell over and died. Come on, here. Firstborn even died. And that Negro didn't face him at all. Yeah, he was a Negro because you know the Egyptians were people of color. Come on, baby, get with me. They weren't white. I'm sorry. <laughs> that Negro, crazy. but you had some Egyptians had good sense. They got with the Israelites, got behind the blood of the door. But you know, you got folk like that sitting up in the church, hard hearted. The preacher not going to tell me what to do. God not going to tell me what to do. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. I'm going to preach it because that's what I came to do. I'm gonna preach it. Tell him, say Jesus is seated on the right hand of power. But he dealing with us through his spirit, through his nature. Say he speaks to my heart. Now, we're not talking about the heart that pumps blood. We're talking about your inner core being. You know how you say it. You know how you, let, me, let me put it in your terms. Something was telling me to do that. I just felt led to go there. I just felt led to do that. I don't even. I just felt led. So you, you understand what I'm saying? I, here we, oh, this is a good one. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I just feel led to come to church today. <laughs> that was Jesus. I said that was Jesus. Anytime they can take the dogs to church now and bless the dogs, anoint the dogs, so they'll make it into heaven. I look, I turned that. I said y'all. So oh, don't bring no don't bring no dog up in here. I don't need the, the administrator. I ain't going to need nobody. I'm coming to the door. You can take, turn it around. I love you, but take it on back home. We ain't blessing no dog. Because if really animals do not have a, a soul. So stop this foolishness you be putting on. They're not going to heaven. Ain't going to be. And they got nervous enough not to be sick. I'm telling you what I've seen on TV. Tell me, are going to be a dog in heaven. What? I, I don't mess with animals. I love the animals. But we ain't putting no oil on no animal. Keep Fifi at home. I'm gonna go back and read that. It might not, they don't have a, 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 a spirit. I think they do have emotions they feel, but it's the spirit they don't have. Because I did a study on it. So they're not going to, you You understand what I'm saying, baby. That's just some God gave you so you could have something. Yeah, but don't bring Fifi here. Because we're not blessing Fifi, Moo Moo, whatever. I don't know what you name them. <laughs> whatever. Just don't bring them here. <laughs> I bet I'm not. You get some oil. No, don't even bring that oil. I'm not praying over no oil for no dog. Holy Spirit, stop it. Stop. <laughs> See, you're gonna look at that dog and cat different when you get home. You're gonna say, Pastor, not praying for you. So you better get on there if I throw this shoe at you. <laughs> oh Lord, let me okay. Come on, Anne, because we got to get out of here. Cause we're gonna be respectable. So, this is how the Lord is speaking to us today. It's on our hearts. Not the heart that pumps the blood. It is the inner core of you. So from now on, when you're being led to do good things and righteous things, that's Jesus. Okay? Moving on our hearts to lead us into all truth and righteousness. Let me show you how. Go to Genesis 3. Genesis chapter 3. Okay, look at verse 8. And it says, and they heard the voice of the Lord. Somebody said, I can hear the voice of the Lord speaking to my inner core. Said when the, I can sense Him, and you can. Okay. And it says, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. God amongst the trees of the garden now see some of you laugh at me when I can't remember something and then I get home and about eight o'clock at night when I'm seated in that chair and everything's quiet the Holy Ghost will bring it back around the Bible says they heard listen at this they heard him in the cool of the day can I say something he's not coming in your anger he's not coming while you fussing and tearing up something He's not coming when confusion and destruction is going on. It's when you go into that inner place. It's when you go to your prayer room. It's when you get in that chair or when you get out there and start mowing the lawn. When it's quiet. quiet. He comes in the cool of the evening. And I can prove it. Elijah. When Elijah was running from Jezebel and he went to the cliff of the the rock and, and Jesus and the Lord met him. And there was an earthquake, there was thunder, and then there was a small, still voice. He going to speak when you're not in your rage. He going to speak when you done calmed down. He going to speak when all the people of confusion have gone home. (laughs) He going to give you the instructions in the cool of the evening. He's going to give you the plan in the cool of the evening. He's going to lead you in the cool of the evening. Hello? He he ain't coming in the ruckus of the work day. When you go home, he's going to speak to you so you can hit that job fresh. He's not going to speak to you while you and that person arguing and acting a fool. He's going to wait till you settle down. Then he's going to say, that's not how you should have did that. This is what you need to go back and say. This is how you need to do this. This is how you put the plan together. This is how you work this. This is how you do your business plan. This is how you fix this. This is how you're going to pay that bill. Try for me. He speaks in the cool of the evening. All that ruckus going on, all the confusion. You're not going to be able to he's not, you're not gonna hear him. But when it gets quiet, he'll tell you how to put it together. He'll tell you how to have success. He'll tell you how to overcome. He'll tell you how to treat the husband. He'll tell you how to treat the wife. Ooh. He'll tell you how to handle that plan. He'll tell you how to call them people and say, you know what? I don't think this bill is correct. I think y'all overcharge me. Or if the bill is really high and you can't, he'll tell you how to pay it. He'll tell you how to buy the groceries. He'll tell you how to raise the children. He'll tell you how to, how, to, how to chastise the children in the cool of the evening. Not in your rage. Not in your anger. That's why he couldn't talk to Cain. Remember what the Bible said? Cain, continence, had failed. God said, why are you angry? But he was hot. He didn't want to hear nothing, and he didn't, and he lost out big time. So many people are losing out big time because of their rage and their anger. I don't need to lose out. Do you need to lose out? He walked, he walked in the garden, in the cool. Of the day, they heard the voice of the Lord God. They heard the voice of Jehovah Elohim. <laughs> he came as Lord God. He's, he, he came as covenant God, Savior, entreating treating them with love. Now, if God can come to you like that, why you can't go to people like that? Walking in the garden in the cool of the day but they hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. Say this, so when the voice of the Lord is ministering to me, to my inner core, he's going to do it by his word. Say it's going to be at a time when I'm seeking him. It's going to be a time when I'm calling on him. And his presence comes with his voice. Look at Psalms 23, we're almost through. Psalms 23, teaching you how to go in the presence of God. If you'll listen, I'm throwing you out some success. Psalms 23 and 3. you know what? Actually, I want you to see something. Psalms 23 and 1. Look at this. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Watch this. He maketh me to lie down in what? Okay. That's where there's full of knowledge in the word, but listen at this also. He leaded me beside the still waters. Did y'all see that? Not a raging sea. Not when you screaming and hollering and you mad, God can't speak, but the moment you go somewhere and sit down, the moment you get quiet, He's going to speak. You're going to feel it. You're going to sense it. You're going to sense it. You know, you was wrong. You know, you shouldn't have said that, but some of us got to unharden the heart, he says, he's going to lead you beside the still waters. He's going to restore your mind, your will, your emotions, your conscious, your imagination. He leads me. How do you lead us, Lord, in our inner core? How do you lead? He leaded me in the paths of what? Righteousness. For his name's sake. He leaded me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Let me say this now. The Holy Ghost is never going to lead you to do sin and evil. Get that out your mind. You lying to yourself. You are a liar. Yeah, that's right. I said. He's never going to do that. So if you're if you telling yourself, and let me say this right now while I got the mic in my hand. You do understand that in any church, you do not just go around giving words to the congregation. If you have a dream or a word, you know you're supposed to bring it to leadership. You're not supposed to come to church to reprimand nobody. Shut up. Oh, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You mean to tell me you did this? Ooh, why you not doing that? Shut up. Amen. You're not the pastor. Amen. I got to just look at you because I need some help here. Because we got some pastors in the house. What? Some self-appernant. Oh, Stop running the sheep off. And that's the only reason you bring the dream to me. I'm not going to stop you. If you come to me and you say you got a dream from the Lord or a word from the Lord and it goes to brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so, the only reason I need to hear it is because the Holy Ghost will let me know if they're ready for it. So what I'll tell you is that's not my dream. That is your dream. That is your word. But either I'll say the Lord said, tell them. I don't know how many of you have ever come to me with a word or something for, the, for somebody and I told you, okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. And I would say, okay, the Lord said, you need to give that. You need to tell them that. But if the Lord says, oh they're not grown, you will hurt them. You will hurt their feelings. I don't care if it's right. I don't care. I, I understand you telling me the Lord told you, but there is a proper way to do anything. There's a proper order <clears throat> to do anything. So, please, when you come to church, the only thing you ought to be saying to any of the members, any of the members, is praise the Lord. God bless you. We love you. I'm glad to see you. And sit down. Amen. Amen. You're not supposed to be reprimanding nobody. Well you don't tell me what to do. If the Lord give me a dream, I'm gonna tell it. I tell you what, you run my sheep away. I'm gonna tell it too. Because sometimes we're not seasoned enough to know how to deliver. You hurt people's feelings. You run people off. They shy away when they're trying to come here to get help. That's what we're, we're supposed to be praying for one another and loving one another and encouraging one another. I have never held any. I think even some of my children have come to me with dreams, and I will tell them, You that's not my dream. That's not my my word. You have to go to that person and give it. Now, if they still need more understanding, I'm here to help. But that's it. But that's your dream, your word. Yes. The Lord said, give it. And then there are times when I will say the Lord said, no, please hold that. Just hold it for a minute. They can't handle that right now. They can't handle that right now. Not right now. But I still come back to you and say, hey, the Lord said, now give it. I don't want your word. I got enough words. I don't want your dream. I got enough dreams. But we're not here to run nobody away. The door is open for everybody as long as they come in, sit down, and want the word of God. I don't care how bad they look, how bad they smell. I don't care. As long as they can come in and sit down and hear the word. Leave them alone. I don't care if they're the biggest chief sinner in Mobile, Alabama. Leave them alone. Amen. That's what the water of the Word is for—to cleanse us and wash us. Yes. 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 Running people away because you don't appoint yourself a pastor. You ain't not a pastor. Sit down somewhere and be quiet. Yes. 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 Hurting people's feelings. You notice they still come. And, and speak to me, hug me, and they the biggest. And, I'm, and y'all be looking at me like, oh, Beth, y'all like the, the woman, the, the disciples in the Bible. I don't know why Jesus letting her touch him. Don't he know she unholy? They're here to be helped yeah. in hopes of being helped. Yeah. And if you run them out, how they going to hear? Amen. So let's rehearse. You know if it's a tap dance. <laughs> that girl sit don't tap dance, mama, please. Let's rehearse. When anybody comes to church, it's praise the Lord. How you doing? Honey, I love you, sir. Praise the Lord. We love you. We so glad you're here. Amen. And go sit down. Amen. If the Lord give you a dream, I'm here on Sunday. All you got to do is pass a note. Pastor, I had a dream. I need to talk to you about Okay. And then we will see by the Lord, whether you give it now or give it later. Didn't say you wasn't going to give it. I don't want it. What am I going to do with it? I didn't have it. If God gives you a word, we'll see if you can give it now or give it later. Didn't say you couldn't give it. Stop this. Don't, Don't let me hear this. Come back to me anymore. Leave people alone. They're coming to be helped. Not for you to scorn them and push them deeper down. Leave them alone. Amen. amen. I say amen. amen. I say amen. amen. It's just truth in the how. It's just truth in the how. People coming here to be helped. I'm coming here to be helped. Where you been? We ain't seen you in five weeks. Who that man you got with you? Shut up. It's none of your business. Amen. Tell the man, we so glad you're here. Amen. We so glad you, tell the woman the man brought. oh, we are so glad you're here. Thank the Lord. God bless you. We love you, baby. We are going to be praying for you. <laughs> oh, dear Lord, hallelujah. he going to lead us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. The Lord will always lead us in a right way. Don't you think that's right? Amen. How many sinners did Jesus run off? Jesus went to dinner with them. Amen. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees, you eating with. Wine bibblers and prostitutes and whores. And the Lord said, uh, I think it's the sick that need a physician, Amen. not the whale. <laughs> Leave them alone. And if they don't sit on the front row, don't be running to give them nothing to cover their legs. They in the bag. Leave them alone. What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? What, what, what is you doing? oh pastor you see how they dread no i don't i see the word going forth i see they listening to the word i see they want some help i see they hurting (laughs) oh my lord oh one last thing Every one of us are called to be kings in the earth. That means we have a job, full-time job, outside of this building. But you are also called to do ministry work in KSL. You have been given a ministry, a service, and keys to Successful Living, Inc. You are full-time as a king with a job. And part-time in your local church. Full-time in your homes with your families, your spouses, and your children. We must be in order with all of it. That's why Sunday is very important. To come in, be on time, receive the word, come ready to hear the word of the Lord with your Bibles, pens, and notepads. Allow your souls to be encouraged and refreshed by God's word and presence. So we can face the coming week. Listen to me. We have no time to waste. Amen. Sunday, this is what the Lord told me. He says, Sunday coming to this house of worship is going to be very important. We don't have any more time to waste. What you do in here. I even try to be lenient because I know you got lives. Hello? I'm not trying to keep you in the house of the Lord Monday through Sunday because I know you got a what? A life. Because professionals don't have time for that anyway. Come on. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Jesus went to the synagogue once a week. That's in the Bible. We all have occupations outside of this building that must be done because we're the salt and we're the light and we're empowered with the Holy Spirit, the nature of Christ. We got to do our jobs out here. But we also need to understand we have things to do inside the ministry that have to be done. But I'm not going to keep you here all day. We're not going to stay here all night. I'm very cautious of how long you spend at this at 411 South Broad Street. We don't sleep in the church. We don't live in the ministry. The people are, and the money is, and the occupations are out. Out Uh Uh-huh. That's where they are. This is the place of encouragement. This is the place where you get your strength. This is the place where you learn of Jesus. This is the place where you learn how to allow the Lord to flow in your life. And then you got to take it back. You don't live here. Don't you all have an address? Every last one of you got an address. Hello? Okay. But that that we ask you to do here, we just ask you to please do that. And love everybody. Love everybody. Sinner, saint, lamb, sheep, goat. Love everybody. Everybody. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If I can love them, you can too. And I mean love them with the love of Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about this phony baloney that you be throwing out here. (laughs) Bless you, Father. You know, the world unchanged, you know, they emptying out the jails. Uh I mean, for real. You don't need Jesus and you don't need to show love. You know, the war's still going on in Ukraine. You know, the United States is still sending billions and billions of dollars. And you don't need Jesus. This world out here has changed everybody. It's not the same world that it was. And we can never go back. We're steady going forward. So guess what? We can't continue to stay in a baby stage. We got to go forward. So as of the day, Keys to Successful Living Ministries is a place of learning. It's a place of healing and deliverance. It's a place where the Lord's spirit flows to teach you how to grow up in it and work it yourself. I'm not a babysitter. <laughs> I need the power to. So when you come, bring your Bible, your pen and your pad, let's be on time. Let's be ready to hear the word of the Lord and take it in and do something with it. And yes, you got to give if they I I don't I say this 50 million times. I don't care if tidy was never in the Bible. We all use this building. We all need the lights, the water. We all need the trash pickup. We all need the lawn care. We all need the cleanup. Come on. We all use this building. When students go to school, you do know they pay a fee. Yes, they do. College, school, school. Oh, yeah, even school charge. You got to pay for your lunch. You got to pay for your materials. If you go on a van trip, send your money for your child to go on the field trip, please. Where's the church going? Come on. I want everything free. Okay, well, how are we going to survive? How are we going to make it? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you, Father. We thank you for your divine word. We thank you for your divine intervention. We thank you that we are your kingdom people. And we have a kingdom assignment. And we are going to fulfill our kingdom assignment out here in the world, in our homes, in our neighborhoods. Glory to God. And in our church. And the church say God bless you.